you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of me. What you are about to hear is real. The prophets wrote of a time when the signs of the end would be seen. This is where Bible prophecy and current events collide. This is Unsealed. Welcome back to Unsealed. This is the podcast of Wings of the Eagle. I'm Christopher Manti, servant of Jesus, erstwhile, uh, highly imperfect. Um, but repentant, committed. That's my goal. Um today i hope it's your goal amen hope you're my brother or sister in jesus in the messiah yeshua jesus who came and died for us whosoever will accept him that jewish man took your place and paid that penalty so let's live in a new life that he has provided in the spirit not making provision for the flesh amen all right. Uh, hope everyone's doing well today. I should really stop when I when I have, you know, I think the Lord is inspiring, just like a sentence or you know a verse or some small topic that uh, it seems like we need to discuss or folks in that follow along with our orbit here um, would benefit from. <laughs> I always started thinking, oh, this is going to be a five minute thing quick easy in and out and it ends up being you know 20 or 30 minutes so <clears throat> that's not that's really not the intention but that's the reality i guess so anyway please as you see at the bottom of the screen if you're watching but if you're listening go to unsealedpodcast.com share it you could get all the episodes the, all the latest ones there for sure links resources and uh, a way to give because this is not free but it is free to you so please if this blesses you, please return the favor today before the end of the month would be awesome um, because Wings of the Eagle depends 100% on your tithes, offerings, gifts, support. That's how we do it. That's how we roll here. It's all on faith. So ask the Lord what to do and obey that. That's the deal. Okay. That's what I do. <clears throat> so there is a scripture that has... Um, you know, in the in the look, if if you if you're a believer, if you if you follow Jesus, if we, if we claim to be Christians, by the way, any comment, question, or whatever you want to submit here on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, whatever, just go ahead and type it in, and we'll get to it. Um, uh, if you follow the Lord and you believe the the faith of the church, going past you know, the past 2,000 years, 
there's some very basic things uh, uh, that are part of that faith. And if we don't accept them, then we're not in the faith. We're something else, right? The virgin birth of Jesus, the atoning, sinless life that he led that would replace our sins on the cross. That, yes, he died. That, yes, he rose from the dead. He's alive today in heaven, and he is coming back to the earth to rule the world. That's the gospel, we call it. That's the good news, right? In a nutshell, that is it. Um, so if we believe all of that, we can't ignore parts we don't like or parts that are confusing to us or parts that our denomination doesn't talk about. Uh, it's got to be all of it or we don't got none of it. So obviously it's part of that. Ever since I was a very, very, very small kid, um, I've always had that desire to know the truth, to love his appearing, as it were, to know what the deal is. What does the Bible actually say about the days that the Lord comes back? What is it going to be like? What should I watch for? Or do we not watch for anything? Because the, the, one, the one line, the one scripture we always, always hear frankly, from non-Christians also, is, as a way to just kind of dismiss the whole thing, um, is no man knows the day of the hour, right? So that's why I call this no man, no one knows the day of the hour, so what's the point? Churches all over the world are in co total confusion because they think that's it. Jesus has spoken. See, here's the thing. Let's look at the scriptures, okay? That's what, I don't care, and you shouldn't care, um, what man has to say, what traditions have to say, I, one way or the other. Hey, maybe the traditions are true. Whatever the Lord said is what I believe. Whatever he commanded, that's what we want to do. Whatever he told us, that's what we need to process. What he said to watch for, we should watch for. What he said ignore, ignore. Pretty simple, right? Pretty simple. This is our authority. We have a, a preserved word of God that is for this purpose. We have it for a reason, right? So here's the famous quote, and I'm looking at Matthew 24, but we should know, I hope you do know, it's in Mark 13, Luke 21. They're all parallel chapters. Do not leave Mark 13 or Luke 21 out of your study when Jesus talks about the end times and stuff. And there's more than that, but for example, okay? Don't just assume it's in Matthew and that's it. Um, so here's the famous one, but of the, verse 36, but of that day or hour, my brain says, what day? It says that day, what day? Day or hour knows no one or no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only. And that's it. Most people, that's their eschatology, right? That's their end times right there. Well, Jesus said it. You don't. There's no point because he says we're not going to know anyways. Well, that doesn't make much sense because he spent the last 35 verses talking about what the signs are. Why would he... How much sense does that make? That he would say, uh, don't worry about it because there's not going to be... It's just going to happen. You can't affect it. You're not going to know, so just be ready. How do you be ready? The context of that statement is what? 
The destruction of the temple is the first comment that brings on the question from his followers, well, what is what is the sign of the temple being destroyed? When will this happen? And when will you come? The end of the age. In other words, the beginning of the messianic kingdom. The kingdom of Israel ruled by Jesus himself. When does that happen? He could have just went right to verse 36. No one knows when the day or the hour will be, so don't worry about it. That's the truth, okay? If that's what he meant, if that's what this is all about, if he means this whole kit and caboodle about the end times and eschatology and things to come, the last things, all whatever you want to say, the, the time of his coming, if it really didn't matter, if the father just said, you know what, I've got my own timing on this, it doesn't matter, the church should not even think about it, don't be concerned with it, don't pray about it, don't read it, don't teach it, don't matter, because... I'm going to just pick the time I want, and it's none of your business. Because that's what we're basically told. And that's what the insinuation is, that no one knows the day or the hour. So on the other, it's one side, it's totally, don't even think about it. Don't ignore it. It's going to happen when it happens. Forget the whole subject. And then the other side of it is, oh, well, he must mean he can come back any day because we're not going to know the day. So it could be today, could be today, could be today, could be today. Is that what it means? Well, here's the that's the awesome thing about the context about the, God's word on this is that we have the full context. We have the full uh picture. That one sentence cannot be removed from the rest of the teaching. He gave a whole sermon, guys. He gave a whole sermon on this answer. What is when is the temple going to be destroyed? What are the signs of your coming in the end of the age? He gave a whole sermon on it, two chapters. It's not a line or two. It's all Matthew 24 and 25. That's the answer, okay? It's not a line, right? So in the midst of no one knows the day or the hour, it comes up um, two or three times. Uh, the idea to be ready, to be watchful. Um, let's see. Verse 36, which we just saw. Verse 50, he gives a parable or a teaching about the servant, about the wise and foolish servant, and the master of that servant will come in an hour he is not aware of. Well, what servant? The wicked one. There are two servants in that story. Only the one who doesn't do right, who is not following Jesus, is taken by surprise. Hello? The phrase day or hour, okay, it means you're going to be taken by surprise. Who? No, you're not. Not if you know what's going on. Um, and then verse 13 of verse of chapter 25, Watch therefore, for you neither know the day or the hour which the Son of Man is coming. That is is the point the actual day that jesus comes is not told to us we don't know exactly the listen if we a lot of us are super uh literalist maybe or we we love the bible like look it says this it says what it says that's all it says i can't don't make it any more than that right 
I love what it says. That's that is it's in the book or whatever, right? Okay. Then why don't we apply it to this? Why don't we apply it when he says you're not going to know the day or the hour? If you want to take it literally, then why don't you take it literally? He didn't say you're not going to know the year. He didn't say you're not going to know the month. I mean, to be honest, now it, that's maybe not the point, but if you want to be literal about it, there's a reason why he didn't say year. Right? Because in the larger context, like the earlier in Matthew 24, for example, he gives a whole list of things. It's a whole litany. It's a whole um, bucket of time with a lot of stuff happening in it. And we're supposed to know what those things are because we're going to see them. That's the point. The church is going to see them. It's not any day he can come. It's, yeah, the actual day the actual end of the age, the day of the Lord itself might be coming on a day where I'm not going to say, or I don't know, because the Father says when that's going to happen, but we generally will know. That's the point of signs. If he could come tomorrow or today or the next day or the next day, he would just have said that. Don't worry about it. There won't be signs. Or there'll only be one sign. When you see Israel reestablished as a nation, I could come back at any moment. Easy peasy. God is not, Jesus is not out to mess with your mind. He's not out to confuse us. He's not a God of confusion. The end, right? The end. So of, these are two, frankly, heretical sides of error, all right? They're serious, grievous error. One is ignore the whole topic of eschatology, end time stuff, and the other is think he can come back today. They're both equally wrong and dangerous, and they're dangerous because they have the same effect. Don't watch. He told you to watch. Watch what? Watch the sky? Like, oh, is he coming? I can't see. Is that the? Is that is that an airplane? Is that Jesus? Right? Like, that's not how it's going to be. There's no mystery. There's no spiritual understanding required to, when the day of the Lord happens. It's just going to happen, whether you like it or not. Every knee is going to bow, period. The time for signs then is done. But before that, we have an entire litany. Look, and we're not going to, this deserves a, obviously a deeper study, and we've done it. The Wings of the Eagle has done it. End Time Church has done it <laughs> many times and in many ways. If, if, Flee to the Mountains has done it, okay? Get the book, fleetothemountains.com. Many details in here, step by step, the last seven years of the age. That's what it's about. Um, And what we're supposed to do as the church, instead of hunkering down and going private. No, that's not it. Okay. So what does it say? Take heed. No one deceives you. Boom. One thing to watch for. Many will come in my name saying, I am the Messiah and deceive many. That's one thing. You will hear of wars and rumors of war. See that you are not troubled for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet for nation. Well, now right there, you say, oh, old brother, there's wars happening right now. Yes. Yeah, so what did G Jesus did not mean wars ge generally. He did not mean generally, because guess what? There's been wars for 2,000 years straight. 
major ones. The 20th century had the two worst wars in the history of man. And what does that mean now? Okay, like World War II has been over for 70, how many years? Almost 80 years. It's been over. That generation is dead. The greatest generation, we call them, right? The ones who fought there. My grandparents fought, my grandfathers, they're both dead. That generation's gone. So when he says wars and rumors of wars, it's not about World War II. World War I or that. It's something specific. These are all scriptural references. First of all, he says, don't worry. You're going to see major wars, but there's specific ones that are going to happen. Don't freak out because the end is not yet. I am not coming yet. And again, I don't want to go through this point by point, but the point is, uh, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Oh, well, that's the same thing as wars and rumors of wars. Why did he put that in there? Why did he put that in there? Why did he say that? I'll, until I get blue in the face, I will I will tell you this is a quote from Isaiah 19. He quotes Isaiah 19, and it's, it's very similar. Daniel 11 has a very similar tale. So instead of going back to those prophets and studying what he meant, we just want to make it general. We want to make it, ah, wartime. Ah, kingdom against kingdom. Yep, look at those kingdoms. Or even say, oh, it doesn't mean that. It means ethnic group versus ethnic group. Because it means Gentiles, nation. Fine, Gentile versus Gentiles. Specific ones, guys. Specific ones. We're told what they are. We're told who they are. We're told where the wars happen. Do you care? Do we care? Because I don't think we do, generally. Uh, folks here watching this might, might be the super caring uh, part of the church and whatever. But... Honestly, guys, all were and all there's famines, pestilence, earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains or beginning of sorrows. That's not a again, and we're not going to go into all this, but the point is these are very specific signs. They're not general signs, they're specific ones. And they're all in the prophets. The beginning of the birth pains is a period before the birth. There's the beginning of the birth pains, and they get really hard, called a tribulation. And boop, there we are. The great tribulation have to, happens after that. When you see this, when you see the abomination of desolation, why would he say, if he could come tomorrow, why would he tell you when you see this? Because you're still going to be here, you meaning the church. Some believers are going to be here. No, There ain't no rapture before now. There's no coming of Jesus before this. You're going to see the Great Tribulation. You're going to see the beginning of the birth pains. And then you're going to see the last portion of it called the Great Tribulation. And then you're going to see signs in the, the sky, the sun, the moon, and the stars. Immediately after the Tribulation, the sun will go dark, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from heaven, powers of heaven will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven. That is the day, an hour, he doesn't tell us. So I think I'm just going to leave it here because we've already been at it for 20 minutes. Let's not be, um, we don't have a secret knowledge, okay? This is a temptation of believers to say, oh, well, I figured it out. 
I've got this, this, my charts are all right. And at uh, this day and this month and this thing, it's not about that. It's about what he said. Look for that. We're the prophets have already spoken on these things. He's just clarifying. He's just saying, look, this is what's happening. The sun, the moon, and the stars, that's not new. That's not New Testament talk. That's the prophets of the Old Testament. That's the day of the Lord, right? We should know this. We should know this. Um, then comes the tribulation, the great tribulation, the greatest one that ever was, and then the coming of the Son of Man. Well, you say, all right, and I'll just leave this here as a homework assignment or whatever. Um, if you care to look into it more, by the way, this is unsealed. Official podcast of Wings of the Eagle. Pastor Christopher Manti is me. Um, and I have this burden, okay? That's why we always talk about it. That's why I'm always on talking about something like this, preaching about something like this, because it's 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 a burden. It's burning in my bones. The believers are not okay right now with the Lord on this. We are just not. Um, anyways, uh, the homework is, okay, if you choose to, um, what did he mean again? If we want to be really specific, if day and hour, he said, okay. And then he says, even, not even the angels know. Why would he mention that? It, why? There's a reason. What, what other instance would he separate himself from the angels in that, like, as if the angels would know, but Jesus didn't? How does that work? You know? Um, it doesn't. <laughs> All right. It doesn't. Um, but why bring that up? Because if we know our prophecy scriptures, if we know the end times in the Old Testament, the prophets, which is what he's constantly alluding to in these uh, scriptures about the signs of the end, um, you would know Daniel chapter 11 and 12. And you would know Daniel 12 has a conversation with two angels, and they're asking, when is the end? You didn't you didn't know that? Not even the angels know. Because, but guess what? This is already the end of the process. And now there's these mysterious, there's the mysterious 1290 days and 1335 days. Well, look at there. We don't know the day, but we know the frame, time frame. We know it has to be at the end of the seven year, 70th week of Daniel. It can't be before that. Because that's written. That's established. God is not changing that plan. It's going to happen. And then the end will come. So pray about it. Engage the Lord in it. Okay? This is serious stuff. You do not have all the answers. I don't care if you're a pastor. I don't care if you lead a church. You don't. God does. And he'll do it. He'll, he will work with us here if we have humility if we're willing to learn ourselves i boy i hope i'm still in that boat hope i never lose that because there's wonder like you read this i'm like oh my gosh this is actually the future and um do we believe it or not that's the choice we have do we believe the words of jesus or not same as everything else many believers have no problem believing Jesus on social issues or on um, what they think are, you know, economic or political things. But as soon as we get to the end times, oh, don't, nope, 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 not going there. Or boy, I'm going to just stick with my domination on that. I'm going to stick with my pastor on that. I'm going to stick with my, uh, 
whatever. I don't know. You think that's going to fly with God? Do you think that's going to fly in Judgment Day? By the way, I did not intend to go past 10 a.m. Step on my friend's toes here who are also trying to do live streams. But anyways. Um, the YouTuber named Devoted Sign. Hello, Devoted Sign. God even says his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. He does say that in Isaiah. Um. Okay. I'm not sure. I mean, yes, obviously that's true. But that's not what prophecy is about. Prophecy is about him showing off. He's showing himself that he is God and we're going to know. We have to know. He gave it to us to know. It's not that our ways are different. It's like, here, here it is. I just, I told you. Even in Mark 13, it says, look, I told you everything beforehand. I told you everything. I told you before. So don't come to me and say, I didn't know. You can't come to God and say, I didn't know the signs. I didn't know what to watch for. You didn't tell me enough information. Yeah, he did. Just believe it. Read it, accept it, believe it, even if it, is hard. Jesus cannot come today. He cannot come tomorrow. He cannot come for the next seven years at least. And that's only if the 70th week of Daniel starts today, which it's not. Okay? So this is the mindset we have to have. The, the We talk about preparation. We talk about, you know, prepare for that. Uh, mentally, spiritually, your family. Um that's what's coming, okay? But yeah, he is too. He's coming at the end. So let's be about that. And that very actual day that he comes, we're not told. We are told the season. We are told the signs that accompany it. We are told that there's a seven-year period that must uh, come to conclusion before he comes back. And don't, don't get it twisted like there's some kind of other day where he comes for the church, which that is unbiblical. There is no for the church uh, to bring us to heaven. That's not in the Bible, okay? Not going to heaven. When he comes, he gathers us all, those who have already died in him and those who are left alive on the earth as he's coming in the clouds, as he's descending back. That's the only return of Jesus. That's the only coming of Jesus. That's the only day we're looking for. Got it? All right. Um, here, hey, uh devoted says, Yeah, I didn't say we aren't supposed to know, just saying God isn't on our time frame. Well, uh, that's definitely amen to that. No doubt, right? We want it sooner. We want it now. We want it today. We want it before I right, before I have great kids or whatever. Of course, it's, it's, but it's a desire that is there for a reason, too. We should be like the Spirit and the Bride say, come, Lord, return, return, return. That's That should be in there. Um, but, of course, we've got it very wrong for a lot of years because we're not just actually reading what it says. Claudia, dear sister, I read your book, Fleet of the Mountains. Yes, please follow Claudia's lead in that. Go read Fleet of the Mountains. It's a PDF if you just want it. It's right available instantly. You don't even need to wait for Amazon. Good guide, she says. Matthew 24 made a difference for me 
while looking at a rainbow outside. God put it there, she says. Yes, she did. I thank God for you and and for a few others. God bless you all. And there's the rainbow emoji. Well, bless you, Claudia. You are awesome. And I can, I can attest to that. He will put a rainbow out in your yard. Um, and others can attest to that as well. To, in my case, in that case that I'm thinking of right now, it was to encourage through a dark period. Uh, discouragement and stuff like that. Um, that he's he's there. And he's made promises and he's going to keep them. We can rely on that and relax in that, right? Have peace in that. Shalom. All right. Praise God, guys. We're out. I went longer than I thought, as always. Uh, please support this podcast and this ministry. Again, we are 100% dependent on you. There is no support from an outside source. You get 100 bucks a month uh, as a missionary agency for my local church. That's it. And that's, I love it. You know, that's awesome. Praise God. Don't want to poo-poo that, but. You can imagine that's not going to pay any any bills uh, like this. So anyway, if if this has blessed you, please bless us in return. Wingsoftheeagle.com slash donate. Um, let's worship the Lord together. And Lord willing, see you next time. And uh, join us every Monday night. Remember, for End Time Church. Endtime.church has live services every week. And this Saturday, in two days, we are having our first um, call, conference call, with anyone who has submitted interest in being a house church or a home group um, network. Okay, so if you want in on that, you're invited, but you have to fill out a form so we know who you are and how to get in contact with you. Go to endtime.church and click on house churches house churches and then you get the form there by the way also get the free app just go to end time church on your apple app store or google play for your android device all right friends that's it unsealed we'll be back lord willing next time it's coming guys let's be true students of the word and not depend on one verse for our whole eschatology to hear previous episodes to obtain resources and to support this ministry, visit unsealedpodcast.com. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved.